The first thing that the first reading shows us, even from the time of the prophet Jeremiah, is that people rejecting the voice of God and choosing this world and life of sin over his grace and mercy is nothing new. It's always been a problem of the world. The rejection of the voice of God, the rejection of the prophets, the rejection of the commandments. So first thing, we should never allow the difficulties that we see in our own time to overwhelm us, to think that our time is so unique that there's never been such great evil before. It's always been the way of the world since the fall. But we look back in the times past to, to really ask the only questions that's necessary. How am I called to live in the midst of this? What is the proper way to live? I want to speak principally according to the gospel. When a strong man fully armed guards his palace, his possessions are safe. But when one stronger than he attacks and overcomes him, he takes away the armor on which he relied and distributes the spoils. Who is stronger, the devil or Jesus Christ? Who is the stronger one? The priest once told us the story how this young woman, probably like eight-year young woman, young girl, like eight years old, came into the confessional one time. And she was a very sweet and beautiful girl. Someone you know is just going to grow up to be, to be very stunning to many men and desired after by so many. And he said, the first thought that came to his mind is just a prayer. He said, Jesus, protect her. Protect her beauty. Protect her innocence. Protect her from the sin of the world. And immediately he heard a thought. The voice of God coming to him. And Jesus saying, I am stronger than sin. I'm not afraid of sin. He said, the, the priest said that voice came so loud to him that it just stopped him. Jesus Christ saying that he is stronger than any sin that could come upon that beautiful girl. Is it true? Is Jesus really stronger than the sin in the world? Does the world look like it's subject to Christ or does it more look like it's subject to the evil one? Jesus said, I have conquered the world. Well, where is his victory? Where do we see Christ's reign in our world today? In our sins, in our doubts, in our own weaknesses, in our poverty, in our unanswered prayers, in the brokenness of our life that we've been struggling with since the day of our own consciousness. Where is the victory of Christ that he promised us? Well, the devil, what Christ refers to, has always been the father of lies. And the biggest lie that the devil can make us believe is that he is stronger than Christ. That evil is what rules this world and not the grace of God. And there's no doubt that that temptation in all of us does not overwhelm us at times to make us, when we look at the world, when we look at our lives, to think that evil has the upper hand around us. Pope Benedict once wrote, quoting St. Cyril in his book, Jesus of Nazareth, when Jesus Christ went down into the waters of his baptism, he bound the strong man. Throughout all its history, the world is powerless to defeat the strong man, Satan. 
He is overcome and bound by one yet stronger, who because of his equality with God can take upon himself all the sins of the world. That Jesus Christ, when he descended in this world, truly bound Satan. But it's hard to believe that at times. Because evil is so loud and it's so pompous. And suffering in our life always has the seeming victory. It's like if you get, a, if you get 10 compliments on, on your dress or what you said one day or in a speech you gave. And you get one criticism. What's louder to stay with you? It's the criticism. We're just naturally drawn to see that. And so it is with our, in our world. It's so much easier to see the evil and believe the lie that the devil is stronger in the midst of evil than that of grace. But what is the secret to seeing as Christ, as Christ himself saw? If Christ himself really said, I am the victor, that I am stronger than evil, that I have overcome the world, that I have cast out the prince of the, the devils, how can we see our life in that light in the midst of so much chaos around us? The only answer is faith. And it's not an answer that we'd want because faith is very intangible. It's a way of seeing the world rather than a way of manipulating our world. It doesn't mean everything changes all of a sudden, but it changes the way we see what's happening in our lives. The very things that we would call weaknesses and poverty and suffering and doubts. It changes our perception of that very reality. Faith opens our eyes to see the world as Christ himself sees it. When Jesus Christ hung upon that cross, the world only saw weakness. The world only saw sin overcoming the light. And yet we, by faith, perceive God saving us in that very place to bring us redemption. In every single Mass we come to, the Holy Eucharist, God becoming truly body, blood, soul, and divinity, present with us right here, does the world see that as strength? Does the world see that as power, as the strong one coming to overcome the evil in this world and evil in our lives? No, it's weakness. It's passivity. It's the quietness of God that scandalizes us over and over again. And yet those with faith who truly believe in his presence see the power of God coming right in the midst of us and not just descending into the water of the depths of his baptism, but even descending right into our own hearts in the very midst of our brokenness. Faith is the only way that we can truly see our life, our sufferings, the good and the bad, the grace and the sin in the light of God in such a way that it becomes stronger. With all the weakness in my life, God has been dominant in his grace. I'll end with this story. St. Padre Pio, who lived his whole life burying the marks of Christ in his flesh, I think it would be hard to doubt the existence of God when you bear the stigmata. 
every time he'd celebrate the mass, he'd go into ecstasy. He fought physically the demonic powers in this world, and he could read souls to know their state of grace. And yet when he was asked, why does God allow so much suffering and evil in this world? He had this very simple answer to give. He said, imagine a child who's sitting below his mother, who's putting this tapestry together. And he's underneath, and he's looking up, and all he sees is all these different colors mingling and twisted together. And he says, mother, what are you doing that looks so ugly and disorganized and chaotic? And yet when she turns it around, he can see the incredible image that she was creating right before his eyes. On this side of earth, all we see is the backside of God's tapestry. When we die, we will see the full creation in all its glory and how Christ is the victor over everything. And for now, we live in faith that even though all I see is the chaos, I know, Lord, that through it all, you are painting the most wonderful image of our redemption.